Hello, my friends, and welcome to Monday of Holy Week. I uh, wish you my love, my blessing. Um, I'm grateful. My, my thanks and gratitude for you being with me to break open God's Word today on this Cup of Joe on Monday, um, March the 29th. Amazing. Amazing. We're going to walk with Jesus this week, every week. I guarantee we're doing the gospel every day this week uh, because we are going to walk with him in his preparation uh, for the feast of the Passover, his celebration of it, and uh, his walking to Calvary and to the grave. My friends, um, today we will read out of John chapter 12, 1 through 11. So let's break open God's word together here. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Six days before Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus was, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. They gave a dinner for him there, and Martha served, while Lazarus was one of those reclining at table with him. Mary took a liter of costly perfumed oil made from genuine aromatic nard, and anointed the feet of Jesus and dried them with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of the oil. Then Judas the Iscariot, one of his disciples, and the one who would betray him, said, Why was this oil not sold for three hundred days' wages and given to the poor? He said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief and held the money bag and used to steal the contributions. So Jesus said, leave her alone. Let her keep this for the day of my burial. You always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. The large crowd of the Jews came, found out that he was there and came, not only because of him, but also to see Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. And the chief priests plotted to kill Lazarus too, because many of the Jews were turning away and believing in Jesus because of him. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. You know, it's interesting. So we're in John chapter 12 here. Had we read a chapter earlier, John 11, that is where um, Lazarus is raised from the dead. That marvelous story. And if we think that's the only time we see Lazarus, that, you know, the last time we see him basically is when he comes out of the tomb and Jesus says, um, unbind him. I love that, that image, unbind him and set him free. You know, that those are the best words, right? Because that's what he says to us. It's what he invites us to do for others. All that, unbind him, unbind her, set them free. And so Jesus, in his travels, comes back to Bethany because, of course, he's very good friends. And we know that with Mary and Martha and Lazarus, that small family. And it's so interesting here at the end of the gospel where it just says, well, they found out Jesus was there and they all came to Bethany, which, by the way, is very near Jerusalem. So it's very possible he stayed in Bethany while he went into Jerusalem for Passover week and went back and forth. Um, But they all came out to see, not only because Jesus was was there, but because Lazarus was there. 
And that last line, and the chief priests plotted to kill Lazarus too, because many of the Jews were turning away and believing in Jesus because of him. Two things I think I'd say about that. The first is the the plot and the plan of the Pharisees and the chief priests here. I mean, they can't just get rid of Jesus because now, I mean, it's, it's almost like that web of evil, that web of deception, the web of those lies of trying to cover up and keep things, keep their control, keep things the way they want them to be. Now it's not just Jesus that has to die. Now it's Lazarus that has to die. Or now it's, it's you know, one of these other miracle people, perhaps, that he, that he blessed and, and um, healed. Well, well, maybe they have to go away. All this has to be done away with because of our need to stay in control, because of our need to see God in this way. And regardless, my friends, regardless of the good that is done, they didn't see a man that was raised from the dead. Whoever heard of that? They didn't pay attention to that and say, that's got to be the finger of God. They didn't see the healings that took place and say, the life that is coming forth, that, that again is the calling card of God. We're not seeing that. We're just seeing things that I don't like because they point to this guy and this guy points to the end of my way of being. And so they have to go away. Oh my gosh. I mean, I, I can, again, because they had to be in control. Because life was about them, not them about life. Life was about them, not them about God and what God was inviting them to. And if life is about us, brothers and sisters, sometimes we have to kill those, and I don't mean in a murder sense, but maybe the things that people say that they don't agree with us because we need to be right and life's about me. Or people that I fail to pay attention to um, or give them my time or my compassion, or my understanding, uh, or just to see them, because life is about me. And, uh, and perhaps we leave them on the side of the road less alive than they were before. Um, the other thing I'll say about this part, and then I'll just go to one other part here, is... My friends, they want to kill Lazarus because he's a believer in Jesus, because he's pointing to Jesus. Lazarus' very life points to the fact that Jesus is Lord. If it's true for Lazarus, my friends, we have to know it's true for us too, right? And I hope that's true for us. On our better days, let's be honest. On our better days, when our lives are all about Jesus as well, and they point to the fact that Jesus is Lord, there are going to be others that don't want us around. Again, they're not going to murder us, I, I suspect. But I don't know in what ways they will subtly um, cut us down or um, disenfranchise us or, again, place us by the side of the road as they move on. But we have to know that may be the cost for following Christ. It was then. Why would it be different now? I don't think it is. Let's take a couple minutes and focus on that wonderful uh, 
happening here. So Jesus goes to the, the house of his friends. And, and I love that line. I've used it before in, in one of my podcasts. Uh, you know, he goes to the, they gave a dinner for him there and Martha served. That's all we know about Martha here. And Martha served. Um, would we be so blessed if the only time we show up in a story is, and Frank served, or Jill served. That's who they were. But anyway, that's not my point. I just like that point. <laughs> While Lazarus was one reclining at table with him. Okay, the man who was dead is now filled with life. He is back with, with Christ, and he is, he is uh, in relationship with him, which, of course, it stands to reason, right? Uh, amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. I, you know, I was dead. The man who gave me brought me back to life. Uh, I want to reside in his house. I, I want to reside and recline at table with him. But Mary does something different. So Martha is serving. Beautiful. Lazarus is in relationship. He's, re he's reclining at table. Beautiful. And Mary may have beaten them all. Because she takes this incredible uh, uh, aromatic nard, uh, incredibly expensive. You know, if Judas is to be believed, 300 days wages worth. Um, can you imagine what that is in, in today's day and age, what that would be? And she spends it on Jesus in an act of extravagance. And all Judas can see, not as an act of extravagant love, an extravagant beauty, a, a, just a, a symbol of, of incredible relationship and respect and love. All he can see is waste. All he can see is, why didn't you use it over here? Whether he was going to steal from it or not, he just couldn't see the beauty in it. Brothers and sisters, I, I love Jesus' retort here because I think it's so good. And it's the tension you and I should hold within our lives right now, too. Um, after Judas says, listen, why was this oil not sold for 300 days wages and given to the poor? And Jesus says, leave her alone. Let her keep this for the day of my burial. You always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. You always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. Now, brothers and sisters, I want to say very clearly, you and I are called to be the voice of the poor. We are called to reach out to those who are the marginalized and, and, uh, and to bless them. And whether that is financially or with our voice or with our presence, all of that is true. This does not give us an excuse to not pay attention to the poor. If we use this gospel as an excuse for that, we are taking the word of God and we are bending it to our own will and not where, where God is inviting us. We are called to be women and men who reach out on behalf of the poor and bless them. That said, there is that tension that Jesus brings and he's so right. I love this. Because brothers and sisters, there are times that that Attention, can I use that? That wealth, that extravagance needs to be saved for the ones we love as well. Mary, in an act of great extravagant love, wanted to show that extravagant love to her best friend. And so she did. And that was a, an incredible encounter. I guess what I invite us to today is this. 
Are there people in our life right now that we need to stop what we're doing and, and looking in all these other places and in all these other locations, maybe even to do good things and help all these other people. And that's all good stuff. But is there someone in our life today who needs our extravagant love and who needs to know we see them and we love them and we are with them not only as our person, but everything I bring. I bring 300 days wages of love for you today in whatever that looks like in an extravagant way. Maybe it is our spouse that we need to spend, again, maybe it's wealth, maybe it's something differently. I don't know what that is, but that we need to spend whatever it is in that extravagant moment to let them know, I know we will not always have this moment, but I recognize it now, and I want you to know that I recognize it now, and you are exquisite. Or maybe it is our children. Um that we simply need to recognize them and say, you are incredible. And I am so proud of you. And I am so with you in this moment and always. And we do something extravagant for them. Maybe it is our parents. Maybe it is a beloved friend. I don't know. But is there someone today, brothers and sisters, who we have been taking for granted because we have been doing great things elsewhere? And I praise and I thank you for that, for doing those good things elsewhere. But let's make sure we don't don't miss the extravagant relationship right next to us. And let's make sure they know that we know and that we see them. The poor we will always have with us. And you know what? Tomorrow, later this week, next week, we're going to go back to them because we have to go back to them. But this moment, this day, whatever it is, we have a moment to be extravagant and extraordinary in our love for somebody near us. I invite you and I to take advantage of this moment today to do that. Let's pray. Appropriately enough, my friends, this week we walk through the sorrowful mysteries. And so let us bring our intentions before our Blessed Mother. As we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. The first sorrowful mystery, the agony in the garden. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, bless you. And may this be a a holy, a good, a prayerful, uh, holy week for you and I and all those around us. We'll see you tomorrow.